0: And we are live with the Nintendo Stuff Podcast episode 18. It is I, Logan Daniel, uh, joined by the wonderful Brandon uh, Miracle. uh, And we're going to talk about the wonderful Smash uh, Direct that uh, aired earlier today. I'm Um, still reeling. Uh, If you guys didn't watch our uh, reaction that is up on the channel, Um, if you did, you're in the right place because I said repeatedly on that stream to come and uh, listen to this podcast Uh, and that's what you're here doing. Uh, So thank you for joining us. We have a lot to talk about.
1: Yeah, that was a 40 minute direct and it was packed to the brim with all kinds of information. Uh, why don't we just start from the top then? Okay. Uh, so Sakurai opens the direct by giving a, you know, his little brief introduction about Super Smash Brothers, and then he goes right into the final character reveals.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I know, I, I had a feeling, you know, we were gonna get some character reveals right off the bat, um, and we got the, what's, what's a good word to describe Ken just Ryu part two Um, (laughs) Echo fighter But at the same time there are Some pretty significant differences Between uh, The two characters even though he uh, Is an echo fighter Like Yeah
1: he has a faster running speed
0: Yeah faster Um, running Speed he uh his Like up uppercut Is more powerful
1: It's flaming too I think
0: yeah, yeah.
1: The flaming shore you can. Uh He also has a lot of attacks focused on kicks. Yes. Um, which I guess are strewn about in Street Fighter 2 and beyond. Um, so yeah, I, I, I like the differences between Ken and Ryu. Ken almost has enough differences to me that Echo Fighter almost feels like it doesn't... It doesn't need the name Echo Fighter. I'll,
0: I'll say this. When they were talking about the differences and going into, like, you know, what makes him Ken as opposed to Ryu, I was like, wait, did they say he was an Echo Fighter? Even though they obviously did. Um, but I was kind of questioning for a second if he was just because of a, how significant some of those differences felt uh, right he, in the he, direct.
1: Also got a huge, you know, part of the big cinematic trailer at the beginning, which the other Echo Fighters were not blessed with. Yeah, so I can understand why you might not be sure.
0: But that being said, uh, it was all the same cinematic that they revealed uh, Incineroar in as well.
1: Right. Uh, I I'm nicknaming him the Grinch Slayer. <laughs> Because as soon as we saw Incineroar, the leak was debunked. <laughs> right, Immediately.
0: right. Um, the first
1: five minutes of the
0: direct. And then not to mention that after uh, the after the cinematic, um, they were like, this is all the characters, guys. This is every, every character. Uh, which I can't remember exactly the wording, but obviously what they meant was, uh, this is all the characters at launch. Right. Um, and there will be no more at launch. Uh we obviously got a reveal of uh the <laughs> the wonderful piranha plant. Uh at the very, very end. Uh well not the very end, it was like close to the end. It was like the second to last thing or something that they, they talked about. Which I was glad to hear that like we're still getting more characters and that they were planning to set because of Piranha Plant. For whatever reason, though, I think he is a fantastic choice uh, and a much different character, right? Because uh, yeah. when making selections for characters, um, I like that they're going out of their way to, um, you know, actually think about like how that's like how they differ and and what's going to be fun uh, as they're doing that, you know.
1: Piranha Plant is so left field, but within the first few seconds of seeing him, I could see all of the moveset potential. Like, just like, utilizing all of the various incarnations of Piranha Plants throughout the Mario series. Um, seeing the, uh, like, he has that little blow move where he's, like, blowing the spike ball, and then, like, pops it over at enemies. Right, right. Right. I think that comes from I think that comes from Super Mario Brothers 3. and then he also like changes colors like if he spits poison and stuff, and that's that's, that's actually more modern. Um, but there's so much like representation in one move set, and the character seems so versatile.
0: yeah and uh, and then there was all of these uh, posts online after the fact, uh, noticing that he had feet, which I was like, no doubt he had feet. It's not like the pot is gonna move around on itself. You know? We've also
1: seen Piranha Plant feet before. This is not a new thing.
0: <laughs> I didn't know that, but I also am not surprised that we have seen Piranha Plant Prant feet. I mean, even something like P D Piranha. Like he had um you know, feet. Um and doesn't he he's the final smash, too. And
1: uh a lot of people are messing this up. Piranha plant's not transforming into P D Piranha, he's summoning P D Piranha. Yes. Uh, and in fact, it's Petey Piranha, as he appeared in the Subspace Emissary in Super Smash Brothers Brawl, which is awesome.
0: Right. It's a nice callback. It's a nice callback.
1: Yeah, he shows up with the cages. He slams them together, and I guess he traps you in them. Uh, right. I didn't say what happens if he does get or you do get captured, though. So we don't know. I'm assuming you die or you just take a lot of damage. Yeah,
0: either or. That's tends tends to be uh, the. Uh kind of the I, I don't know what I was trying to say other than like that's what Final Smashes do. <laughs> they try to kill you and they tend to be a lot stronger. So
1: Yeah, uh Petey Piranha I or not PD Piranha, Piranha Plant I'm incredibly excited about, which is something that a lot a large portion of the internet seems to not be. And that's upsetting because I think there's so much flavor in that character.
0: I feel like honestly this character is a lot more exciting than getting like an echo of of sonic that being shadow or you know and and we can we can talk about like the bunked leak right uh with isaac and banjo and not that i wouldn't want to see some of those characters but this character is like it has has I feel like more potential to differentiate itself from other characters uh, and give players a a um in a different experience, which adds to the value proposition of uh, Piranha Plant being a character.
1: Piranha Plant also represents an entire aspect of video games that hasn't been covered yet. Minions. Oh yeah, like, many characters haven't been repped yet, and now there they're, there's one in the game.
0: Yeah, that's true. And then also, I think in the same in the same like sentence, like I was saying on our prediction discussion, that I would like to see more villains. Um, and uh, while Piranha Plant isn't necessarily a villain, he is a bad dude, right? And he's an enemy. He's a minion. Uh, and I think that goes in line with really what I wanted uh, out of new characters is I wanted um, more variety in terms of just like what are their motives or or you know that that sort of thing. Are they good guys oh, or they're bad sure. guys? and we needed more bad guys uh, and this is uh, fulfilling that role.
1: Can we talk about uh, he has an alt costume so not only does he have the pot, but he also has a wart pipe.
0: Oh, that's great! So that's great. The, the I, I think I might have races. seen that, but like after the the direct, I I did some things and then I knocked out for a few hours. <laughs> so
1: yeah, there's actually two different renders, like character portrait renders, uh, one for each. That's uh, amazing. So pretty cute. Uh, speaking about unique fighters, though, uh, we did kind of fly over Incineroar, so I kind of like to wheel it back. Oh yeah, bit. for sure. Uh, Incineroar has one of the coolest new movesets of the entire new roster right now, (laughs) in my opinion.
0: Yeah. I mean, he, they, they just like, he's a wrestler. Like he's going to do all those cool. He's like the WWE character in, in smash, you know? Um, (laughs) yeah, exactly. And that's why they're emphasizing, like, get those grabs in and, um, he just and I love his, I love the visual design of Incineroar, uh, in Smash. Like it's just he looked really sleek and some of those facial expressions, like even in game, not oh, yeah. like just really like it's in line with the more attentive animations, like face facial animations for the whole game, um, compared to other entries. But I feel like even then incineroar's like facial animations are just like second to none you know
1: it might be some of the best we've seen so far <laughs> he's just... super expressive i love how after you do attacks he'll like taunt or like flaunt to the audience um seemingly for his entire moveset and that you can cancel that oh yeah so like if you're like a really good incineroar player and you're just playing somebody online you'll essentially be taunting after every single attack <laughs> you <might pull> off. <laughs> yeah yeah I also Uh, love his, uh, the rope pull attack where he'll like grab you and like throw you into the, uh, the ropes that show up and then they bounce back. I think,
0: Mm -hmm. um,
1: and I think you can finish it off with like a Lariat or a Lariat, right? Uh, super cool attack, um, and focused on timing. Not a lot of attacks.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was, I was going to mention that the fact that like there are, uh, a multiple outcomes depending on your timing and it's not like it's like oh you miss or you hit it but there's also that like third uh, option of like it's kind of like neither you know but it's still it's still like interacts and, and so I don't know I wonder how that'll play into to the strategy with this character you know especially as, um, as the meta evolves uh, with this game over time
1: yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm certainly interested in seeing where Incineroar places on a uh like an early tier list. Um I know Incineroar did not have a lot of support behind him in the Smash community. I was one of the few people who like wanted Incineroar. <laughs> right. Um that said, he's a lot more popular in Japan. Um and us Americans think we're the only people who matter a lot of the times when it comes to these Smash characters. Well,
0: I mean, I would say that most people think that their opinion is, like, the only opinion. Uh, and right. um, I think breaking out of that is difficult. So I'm, I'm just not surprised in general that some people are, like, upset that their character didn't make it in. And it's like, guys, everybody just calm down. Uh, you're not the only person in the world you know, let's just take a step back for just a minute. Yeah. Uh,
1: I think he's a great addition to the roster. Um, it makes sense to add another Pokemon. Pokemon is a big seller, grabs a lot of attention. Just makes sense. Um, let's see. Uh, I mean, we also got confirmation that there are five more DLC characters on the way. Yeah,
0: and that was really cool, and they're coming in, in packs. We're not just getting, like... We're not just paying uh, and they said it's about 5.99 is what they're aiming for. Uh, right. You're getting a character. You're getting what we assume to be um, a that character stage. Uh, and then also music tracks to go with it. Now, the other thing about that is um, I think the music track part is pretty telling uh because uh, i had a discussion with my roommate earlier and uh he was talking about how for the most part with the dlc characters for smash wii u they were from like franchises that were previously unrepresented right
1: that you said that because i was going to say the same thing
0: and just just based on that I don't think you can necessarily, I don't think that's a great support just to say that like all these characters are going to be from unrepresented franchises. But when I thought about it a little bit more, the fact that there is more music and the way that the music plays into the stages, um, I think that points towards uh, there being, you know, un. Like all, um, maybe all of these being like unrepresented franchises
1: for sure. I, I think that's a strong possibility right now. Um, and if it's,
0: if they're not, I'm okay with that too. Like, yeah. But I, I think at the very right. least, I think it's safe to say that at, at least one will be from a franchise that we have not seen as a character or on a stage. Uh, I think it's safe to say that I think the likelihood of that happening is Monster Hunter. <laughs> I I would say Monster Hunter has a good chance. Uh, I'm still I'm still pulling for Banjo and Kazooie. I, f- I feel like that's a strong possibility. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, we could speculate for, for days and, and we oh, have, you know, sure. it's like half of our conversations in the discord.
1: I think there is more of a precedent for Monster Hunter right now, given the content that's already in Ultimate. Yes. feel like maybe that's one of those characters that just got cut for time. Um, but that's neither here nor there. So we got three characters announced during this Direct. We know the base roster. We know one DLC fighter that's coming that is not part of the other five. Um and then those other 5 are on the way through February 2020 which yeah. uh, that's a great time frame for me
0: that's like a new character every 2 or 3 months yep that's keeps you, keeps you coming back and it's uh, it's not prohibitively expensive uh, i'm and i'm they dumb. never said
1: that that would be the end of dlc either
0: yeah that's, that's just, just what plan. was currently planned uh i i currently plan on on um buying the the fighter pass and just i mean so that's like 25 bucks and then if you're spending like that's like you're saving six bucks it's like you're spending like you're you're not buying like one of the fighters right but then you're getting all of the fighters uh if you so buy the
1: fighter pass, it's what 24.99 yep which uh that's five dollars cheaper if you but if you if you, if you were to I, buy them separately you know right um so it's a good deal uh, I think before we get off the of characters, we should also talk about the uh, the big wave of deconfirmations we had during this direct.
0: Yeah, so specifically the infamous Grinch fake leak. I don't even know if like, what, what should we call leaks after like we realize they're not actually leaks, right? Because leak would imply that it's like legitimate. Like fallacies. Yeah. The The Grinch Grinch fallacy. fallacy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. So for uh, that, there was seven characters that were supposed to be in the game. Uh, Only one that actually made it in, uh, which was like the given, like if Ken hadn't made it in, I would be surprised. Right. Yeah.
1: I mean, even Sakurai's explanation was the same as everybody else's.
0: Ken is the Echo Fighter. (laughs) Yep. Uh, So the list of characters on that was Ken uh, and Shadow as Uh, Echoes. Who's an Assist
1: Trophy now.
0: Yes. Uh, Isaac, who is also an Assist Trophy. Rip. Um, And then there was uh, Banjo and Kazooie. And then no
1: sign of them at, al- at all.
0: Right. Uh, in or out, who knows? I still want them. Uh, that would be something that would be pushed from the west uh, most likely. Yeah. So that's four of them. Um, who chorus else kids? Oh chorus kids.
1: There is rhythm heaven representation in the spirits, um, but no sign of the chorus kids. Right that I've seen. Uh, mock rider.
0: Yep, mock rider. No sign of that. And then there was one more. Who was the last one? I feel like I should have this in front of me. <laughs> We've talked about remember. this so much. Oh uh, they
1: I think the only ones that were ended up being assist trophies were Isaac and Shadow though.
0: Yeah. Uh <laughs> Oh, Gino.
1: <laughs> oh right, yeah. I feel like Gino's still like a given in my mind that I haven't countered him out yet.
0: Yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know the metrics in terms of like what kind of demand Gino has. Uh, I wouldn't be opposed to Gino, uh, certainly, um, but I just I don't know how how probable you know, that is at this point, uh, other than like, I know the only really solid metric we have in terms of fan demand is the ballot, uh, for the Wii U era, you know? Um, right. So,
1: uh, Kahneman makes a good point that I want to bring up. It says that people are saying that being a spirit doesn't seem like a big enough deal to debunk a character. Uh, King K rule
0: has a spirit. Yeah. So uh, if so there's, yeah, that doesn't mean anything. Exactly. Um, and that was something that we were wondering about, but just having that confirmation that King K. Rule has a spirit. Uh, and I assumed right off the bat that there was going to be spirits of... Uh, for the roster. Yeah, for the roster as well. And uh, I made the suggestion before the show
1: started that maybe you unlock their spirits by completing their adventure uh not their adventure mode their classic mode runs yeah uh, since you wouldn't get trophies anymore
0: right yeah no i'm i'm like slightly disappointed that there's no trophies except for the fact that like it's just a collectible um maybe the presentation's a little bit different but i think that's okay
1: i mentioned the possibility several times that there might not be trophies in the game but i never actually expected that to be the case
0: yeah the when they confirmed it i was like no way. Like, they I didn't they actually... Joking, yeah.
1: But, uh, no, he was serious. There's no trophies in Ultimate. I'm, I'm okay with that, though. Like, if if trophies was the cost to get Adventure Mode and Spirits, that's okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, because I, there is... I think this is just true for game development in general. There are deadlines. You have a certain amount of time to finish a project. Uh, so certain things have to be cut and certain things have to be prioritized. Um, if, you know, again, the process of making all of these different trophies and these 3D models for these trophies and instead just having images for spirits uh, was that replacement. And then it, they're more interactive and they play into that a little bit more, but they still have that collectible aspect um, you know that's going to save time in development, and they're going to be able to dedicate resources to other things like actually developing and develop ma- making more characters. You know,
1: you know, I miss, I will miss the trophy descriptions more than the trophies themselves. I think, right? Those little bits of information were the part that made trophies interesting to begin with. Um, if those still exist in some capacity alongside the spirits. It'll be no different than you know trophies to me anyway.
0: Yeah, and I mean ultimately, at a certain point, like you forget the trophies exist, right? And you're just playing the game, and and that's really yeah. what matters. So uh, I don't it sounds think like there's
1: going to be a heck of a lot more spirits than there were ever of trophies. Yeah. Um, so that should keep you collecting for a long time.
0: Yeah, and I don't know. I, I mean, I haven't seen like a huge outcry that people are missing trophies, uh, but if there is, I. I mean, it's understandable to a degree, but at the same time, I, I think uh, it that does if feel there like
1: a trademark of Smash is gone, but I don't think it hurts Smash as a brand.
0: No, I don't think it does. Uh, and I'm and again, and we don't know what the cost was necessarily uh, so for that. Modeling. Right.
1: was uh, like 700 but... something trophies in Wii U. And an additional seven hundred or some in uh, in Smash 3DS. That's too much.
0: Yeah, it's it's a lot of resources, uh, and so if if losing those means we get a better game overall and we get other types of content, I, I think I'm okay with that. Though I don't think we'll never ever know for sure uh, what the trade off uh, precisely is.
1: Uh, Now that we're talking about spirits a little bit, that was kind of the next big thing that Sakurai got into during the direct. Um, And he just kind of went right into it. Like, uh, he didn't explain what the mode was, but rather just started explaining spirits as a concept. Um, So spirits are the souls of characters who are unable to return to the real world, was what he said? Right. So, like, in the context of Smash Brothers, rather than going with the trophy lore that we've had for the last 17 or 18 years, we're going back to the lore of the first game, where all the characters are toys that exist in an alternate reality that have the ability to go back to the real world. The real world presumably being the places that they come from, I guess, is what he meant. Right. Um, so the, the the other spirits outside of the character roster have are not able to go back to their perspective places.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and I, when they're, when they're defeated or when they're destroyed, I guess they become these different these spirit versions of themselves. Is right. that the, am I understanding? That well, correctly?
0: I, I think, well, yes and no. Right. Because if King K rules a spirit and he can go back, uh, I don't think just because they're, they're spirits that implies that they can't go back. Um, oh, he explicitly said that during the direct. But I, well, I think he and I think, I, we'd he, have I to mean, double the check the
1: explanation for
0: spirits. Right, right. But I, I think I, I mean obviously, like the the spirits generally that you're going to be using that aren't characters, they're just they're stuck there. Um, yeah. And uh, but you get to utilize you get to utilize them. So they have a function similar to stickers from Brawl. Uh, you could put
1: stickers on the bottom of your trophy stands in Brawl to give you buffs in the Subspace Emissary, um, yeah. and that's essentially what they do here. Except they come in different varieties, and I think the uh, the types of things that they change are more varied. Um, so, like, there's primary spirits that will buff very specific things, like attack, defense, and rabs. I think right. And then some of those will have slots that let you use secondary spirits that have more specific types of buffs, like you hold a you hold a lipstick, or you you run really fast, or you always have the killing edge blade. Right. Uh, and yeah, it's it's very similar to the way stickers worked in Brawl, but um, I think it's a little bit more fun here because you can also raise your spirits, kind of like little little virtual pets you can feed them yeah yeah them yeah up yeah.
0: yeah uh, I, I, I think that was one of the most exciting parts of the whole spirits thing is that um, as a replacement for trophies and as a replacement for stickers uh, they play into the gameplay and then they're more interactive uh, so they're just they have more value you know
1: for sure uh, and so you can use all of these buffs and these specific updates to your character in spirits battles. And spirits battles are basically like this board of bounties uh, of different spirits. And you can challenge the spirits using one of your characters buffed from spirits you've collected. And if you beat them, you have the opportunity to try and claim that spirit as your own. Um, it, it looks like you have this little gun at the end and you have to shoot the uh, the shell character. That's yeah. The um, but they have like a barrier that's spinning around their bodies. And if you miss and hit the barrier, you have to try again with that piece of the barrier missing.
0: Yeah, but that progress carries over, you know, so it becomes yeah. a little bit easier to make that happen each time you succeed.
1: And uh, these different matches have uh, little like special conditions. Like, they, the first example they gave was Lackey 2. And rather than fighting Lackey 2, you fought, I think it was Iggy uh, in the Bowser, the, like the Bowser Jr. alternate costume. Right. With three little mini Bowsers that were red to represent the spiny shells.
0: Yeah, yeah. I like how they remix it. Like, they mix it up like that. Um, you know obviously. Are, don't you? What?
1: You know what these are, do you? This this is a vent match.
0: <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. They've
1: essentially uh, replaced event matches with this whole spirit system.
0: Well, also kind of. Um, now, now, now it should. I my understanding is that these are uh, events that are within the world of light. That's my understanding. Am I? Am Do you have a different well, understanding? No. This is a, These are two different modes. Okay.
1: Spirits. Um, lets you select from a board to collect specific spirits. I think you'll be able to play World of Light from within the spirits menu, but it is not spirits mode. Okay. Spirits mode is the spirits battles where you're trying to collect more spirits. Um, but you can use those in World of Light. That's right. the way I understand it. Okay. Uh, so spirits and Adventure mode should be two different things.
0: Right. Well, I mean, that's that's cool because... That just sounds like more content and that makes me happy.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, I think the uh, the adventure mode is going to have more focused missions because the spirits missions are going to be kind of random and selectable from all of the different spirits in the game. Right. Uh, there's a lot of single-player content of the, in this game, it looks like. Something that Smash 4 was sorely lacking in.
0: Yeah, it um, seems like they, they really kind of just found a, a good way of of, uh, diversifying that kind of content, uh, and integrating it and making everything a little bit more intentional and purposeful. Uh, and I think I am, I'm definitely a fan.
1: Oh yeah, me too. Um, before we talk more about World of Light, um, we should talk about some of the other modes. Specifically, I want to mention some modes first that are missing. Uh, master per- orders and crazy orders are gone. Uh, okay, you can but also argue that that spirits is still
0: that. Right now, now here's the thing: is do we know that they're gone? Because if you go to the
1: Smash Brothers website, uh, the bottom of the modes page or the how to play page says that there are more modes. So. We don't know all of the modes. Not all of them were detailed, right? Uh, did you you had a further comment on that? It sounded like
0: yeah. I mean, just in general, like again, there's there's still things that we haven't seen. Like we haven't, uh, to my knowledge, um, we haven't seen the games in more menu. I know
1: it's in there, though. I've seen the text for Games and More in one of those segments.
0: Right, Uh, okay. But I haven't seen the button. (laughs) Yeah, so... I mean, they showed off... um, At one point, they showed off Mob Smash, Mm -hmm. um, which they didn't say by name because it was more of a blanket. Um, That's the, the replacement for... Multi Man Smash, right? And it's not really a replacement; it's more of a rebranding. Uh, same with like Century Smash, which is within on un- that Mob Smash um, umbrella. That is just, you know, a hundred Man Smash, mm-hmm. uh, and then they have All Star Smash in there. Uh, the and All
1: Star then... is an interesting one. Why is that? Because All Star mode used to be a separate mode, not tied to kind of the Multi Man Smash name right um before you would fight the enemies in stages of like six or seven at the same time and then you'd have a break you'd go to the rest area maybe right. You'd take a, right uh, a heart container now it looks like you just fight the whole roster in one one match
0: but it's only the roster that you've currently unlocked
1: right um i don't know whether i like that or not yet <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that being said, I was never too terribly attached to All-Star Mode, so it's kind of a moot point in, in terms of my preferences.
1: Um, I th- I think the priority for that being in the game was lessened with the removal of trophies, because All-Star Mode had their own trophies you'd win for the characters if you beat it. Right. And now that that's gone, I mean, is there really a point anymore? <laughs> right. So I think this is a good move. Uh, not, I just don't know if it's what I want.
0: Well, I mean, we'll we'll figure out we'll figure out pretty soon whether we like it or not when the game drops in. Drops you know. in five weeks. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty soon. Um,
1: that said, I'm not against it by any means. Uh, let's see. Did you mention Cruel Smash? Cruel Smash was on that list. Uh, I did
0: not mention Cruel Smash, but I was going to mention it. But Cruel Smash is in that mob smash, and that's probably something that I just... You know, there will be challenges, so I imagine one of those challenges will be, like, defeat seven to ten enemies or something like that in Cruel Smash, and that'll probably be my extent of touching Cruel Smash, just to get that challenge done, and then I'll play other game modes, you know? Me
1: too, um, and I guess you make a good point. There might be challenges tied to something like All Star Mode that might make you play it more than once. <laughs> yeah, um, some modes that we didn't see that we still don't know if they're in there. Home Run Contest. I think It'd it's be really weird to not have that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I I feel like it doesn't have to dedicate a ton of resources, right? Uh, it's a pretty simply designed system they got for it, right? So, and like sandbag is represented in the game. Um, I I think sandbag is more of a staple of the series than like even trophies are. You know, um, I I would be really surprised, especially since at E three. They have, like, a sculpture of Sandbag, right? Yeah, so right. So I'm, I'm pretty sure, at the very least, uh, it's in the game. I would be surprised if some form of target smash wasn't in the game as well. Um, but maybe that's something that they just assumed people would assume would be in the game, so they didn't feel the need to talk about it. Because, I mean, 40 minutes is a lot of time, you know? And you, you don't want to... Necessarily um, make a presentation like that that much longer just to talk about things that are people, people are know. just gonna yeah assume are gonna be in the game uh, in the first place. Um,
1: and if they're not in there, I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, rule out the possibility of them just adding stuff as free updates every once in a while.
0: Oh yeah, just adding in modes in addition to um, the other pieces of DLC. I could. I could totally see that. Uh, keep people yeah. coming back to it. Um, now I'm just really curious to see if we've seen the games and more. Just uh,
1: the menu.
0: Menu, yeah, because I don't, I don't remember. I I don't remember seeing it. Uh, we've seen the icon. I think I saw it referenced in the challenges menu somewhere. Yeah, but we haven't seen it in and of itself. So I mean, there's right. a whole bunch of modes that may be in the game that we just don't know about. Also, we haven't seen the actual... um the function of the main menu, so I'm still wondering about, like, how that'll function if it's, like, truly, like, a radial menu or not. Um, I feel That'd like it cool. is a radial menu... That's what uh, it looks like. Yeah, and I've, again, I've mentioned this. I, I think radio menus are fantastic UI. In, in the you August know? Direct,
1: we saw the smash menu icon get selected and brought into that menu, where it was then not a radial menu anymore. But at the very least, I, I think the front page might be a radial menu. Yeah. Um, one of those menu options that we were speculating about yesterday
0: was online which we got detailed today. Oh, yeah. I was... The details for the online stuff and the customization is something that, you know, we talked pretty in-depth about. Um,
1: Congratulations, Logan.
0: You were right. <laughs> yeah, just... <laughs> predicted it. Uh, we were like, oh, look at all these. You could just do whatever and forget the, for fun and for glory, and I'm so glad I was right.
1: <laughs> then the, the, the actual, like, uh, options that we have for preferred rules are really detailed like more
0: detailed than I would have thought oh yeah and like and I also enjoy the fact that it's not too terribly rigid in the sense of like here are my preferences but you might end up in a place where those rules aren't exact right and, and you know that's a and that's an effect of just
1: matchmaking in general right um, but I'm glad that they opened up possibility for that and there's preferred rules is turned off which or it can be turned off which makes me wonder if they have just like a preset rule that they've designed for online that you can also opt into right
0: right uh either that or it just defaults to other people's preferred rule sets Mm because i think as i understand it to be uh you get thrown into like uh, a match right and then it randomly like chooses somebody's set of rules um and so that would make sense so like you're they're going to be matches online if you keep playing that you're going to get specifically your preferred rule set right Or you might get somebody else match
1: you to somebody who wants that rule set too.
0: Yeah, who's gonna like? Oh, well, they have something similar, so it's reasonable to think that they would be okay playing this rule set at least for this match.
1: And I've already decided like the rule set I want to play with. Like, I want one on one for the most part, uh, six minutes, three stocks, uh, all stages with hazards off and no items. Like, right. That's the way I'm probably just going to be playing for the most
0: part. That's going to be the way that probably a lot of people are playing. Uh, it just seems like a pretty uh, standard way of going about that. Right. Um, I mean, you literally just get to choose everything. You get to choose what items uh, you're having. Having uh, some of them are are separated, like. Uh, smash Ball, Assist Trophies, pokeballs. Balls. Um, I don't even know what that... But there's a few, and then there's, like, Other, which is, like, okay, the rest of the items. Yeah. Uh, stage All, Hazards Off, Battlefield, Omega Form, uh, Time Limit, Stock, Up to 3, uh, Rules, Time, Stock, Stamina, uh, Format, Smash, Team Battle, 1v1. Um, so, I mean, these that- are... These are good options.
1: That that's about as much as I honestly could have asked for as as far as options for online play. Yeah, I really don't have any complaints about that at all. <laughs>
0: um, I also like how you know global smash power is coming back, and that will also play into matchmaking.
1: That's uh, nice, and it's on it's per character too.
0: Yeah, so per if you're not character, a but then character, you'll be matched with someone who probably isn't either. Yeah. Uh, but there is an overall global smash power, uh, and then you'll, like, an average. they'll, like, estimate, like, if you haven't played with a character, they'll kind of, like, estimate a global smash power for that character for you. Um, which I think is also pretty cool. Yeah, uh, that's
1: nice, because there was no kind of ranking matchmaking in Smash 4, yeah. 4 before that at all. I'm just
0: kind of looking, you know, brushing over the direct again. Um, I, I totally missed the fact that, I mean, I, I don't know if this was a, a, a factor in Smash Wii U, uh, but if you self-destruct on purpose, um, you'll you, be disconnected, you can be disconnected. So they actively discourage that kind of thing. Um, they actively encourage people to get a LAN adapter. <laughs> To have a smooth online
1: experience. They did with Smash 4, too, but I think it was funnier this time. <laughs> yeah. Um, we should talk about Elite Smash.
0: Yeah, I mean, I was kind of working up to that, even talking about, like, uh, something as small as, like, Smash Tags. Uh, and oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's a really cool aspect of, like, being able to see how many times I've beaten a certain person, and then you can turn those in. Uh, for can sell them for gold. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Uh,
1: But the the whole Elite Smash thing I was really interested in, Uh, once your Global Smash power reaches above a certain number, you you enter into Elite Smash matchmaking, which means they consider you an Elite player, and the development team is going to be looking at matches from Elite Smash to uh, then consider patches for future development. Right. Which is fantastic. They're looking at the top of competitive Smash and using that as a basis to make changes in the future. And
0: I mean, didn't they do that with For Glory in Wii U?
1: Yeah, but there was no, there was no like separating the player base.
0: Right. It was just like depending it on just the world. was a rules. broad thing. Right. Yeah.
1: So this gets more specific, more to the nitty gritty. And uh, I think that's going to be really valuable.
0: Yeah. Outside of that, like, I mean, honestly, some of these features for the online, I'm just, I'm very, very excited to be able to pop, hop online and, and play, uh, the arenas, which yes. are, uh, Smash's version of lobbies are fantastic. The visuals for that, I love like it. you can drag your little, your little icon uh, and it looks like your icon can be whatever you want it to be, right? So here's like uh, Paper Mario Bowser and KK and um, Zero and the Moon. Uh, so you can just customize that. And I imagine that's reflective of your personal smash tag, uh, which is kind mm-hmm. of like your, your online, uh, your banner, um, which is really cool. But then right. again like you can you know put yourself into the waiting area because you want to be the next in line you, you can, can put yourself
1: friend matches finally
0: yeah like and then you can like willing like the fact that you have so much control over it i was like i saw this and then the visuals that went along with it just like reinforced my excitement uh for something like this because it just we
1: can have community tournaments
0: yeah um so, I mean, this is something that we will definitely be utilizing on this channel, uh, and if you playing with you like, guys.
1: If you look at, like, the setup options for setting up a battle arena, um, you can make it public. You can make it friends only. You can attach a password to it. And uh, I presume it works just like how we talked about before, where it shows up on a list that a person could then click on and, uh, and enter. So right. my hope is that, like, if we're doing a stream, that uh, it'll be searchable in a way that our viewers could find it and then enter it if they have the uh the password. Right. Um that's perfect. Like this is a great great feature. And I you know, we had that pamphlet uh like that Japanese pamphlet or whatever or maybe it was French, I don't remember, uh, but it said you could do 32 players online and we assumed that was tournament mode, which was not
0: even discussed. Oh yeah. Is that is that Battle Arena? <laughs> I, you know it, it might it might be I I still wonder if there's that tournament structure which I think is still important that it's in the game I uh, mean, there are more modes they didn't talk about so it could still be easier. absolutely absolutely so I'm it's they, again they're getting a lot of things right uh, a lot of things that we were worried that they wouldn't get right uh, and I would say that they exceeded my expectations in certain regards
1: I yeah i was pretty impressed with uh their decisions for online this time
0: so again i'll even point out here um setting like arena rules there's like i I didn't even notice this but there's like a rotation setting so like
1: rotate players out yeah
0: so in in this example bottom one leaves so the loser the 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 person who you know lost all their stock first, or got the least amount of uh, kills, or something like that, they are the one who gets booted. So mm-hmm. I wonder how many different configurations that's in. Because uh, I'm like a fan of like something like um, if you have like how many conditions can you have at once? You know. Like, yeah, you... just
1: thinking about that, I wouldn't want to even set it to that. I'd prefer, like, winner be out.
0: Right, And but then also you don't want to necessarily do that because you don't want to discourage people from winning, you know? So maybe, you, maybe if there was a condition in like terms of, like, you can only play up to three, you know, in, in a, a row. row, right, before mm-hmm. you get booted out and then you have to wait. Uh, at least another match before you have, which an is okay to game because it. you could
1: just watch them now,
0: right? Right, and so I, I like this. Um, that's just something you know, really, really picky. Uh, that I hope they thought about. Like, I wonder again how many conditions there are, and can you combine those conditions?
1: Yeah, I would hope so. Uh, another question I have that goes along with that how many simultaneous matches can happen in the arena at once if we assume that this actually supports up to 32 people in a lobby can you have multiple matches going on in the lobby at right once? could
0: you have like multiple like boxing rings you know that like people can all wait or spectate i mean on? even if like everyone
1: was in the boxing ring i would assume that it would just break it up into several matches
0: right because like if have you ever played arms online logan uh, or you played the demo, right? I played the demo, so I have played it online. Kind of the That's similar cool. thing where it's like they're all in a lobby and then you just get matched up randomly with different types of uh, modes, essentially. Right. Except this is, has a lot more control over that than uh, just being thrown into whatever willy-nilly.
1: For sure. Um, I I would hope that it operates a little bit similarly to like to that. I would also hope that there is an option that makes it actually just like that, where you could have... Um, the game just shuffling around rule sets and stages and whatnot. So you don't have to select anything. The game just decides what you're going to do every time you fight.
0: Right. Yeah, having I some parameters for that kind of stuff would be neat. Oh, and also extremely convenient.
1: This, I'm going to be honest, this is one of the, the coolest things that come out of the Direct for me. Because it, uh, it showed me that they were serious about making online something that people can keep playing. Right. I could see myself spending hours in Battle Arena just with you guys or our fans online. Uh, it, I love playing Smash online, but it's never been easy.
0: <laughs> yeah. That
1: looks easy. Um, I think that was it pretty much for online. We talked about Elite Smash, Battle Tags. That was pretty much all they covered.
0: Yeah, I mean, the only other things that can be um kind of mentioned is the fact that they will prioritize connections that are closer to you right yes uh which is great because that's going to just improve the online experience so while you may not necessarily be playing a lot cross-region uh they didn't say it was impossible Mm -hmm. Um, But they also were like, well, we want people to have a smooth experience. So chances are you're going to be connected to people who are, are closer in your region. Which I think is cooler in the sense that, like, okay, for example, I live in St. Louis and I joined a Facebook group that's specifically Smash Ultimate St. Louis discussion group and stuff like that. So who knows, like, what kind of people from St. Louis... That'll just hop online and then because they're like literally like just a few miles away, I'll be matched up with them online. Uh, and then if I go to some smash events, like the opportunities to just kind of like, I think it just makes more sense in the long run. You know,
1: regional matchmaking is something that I think should be in every single game. Um, it's something that I desperately wish was in Splatoon. Um Especially, like, you know, we're adults, and most of the time, if we're going to get to play Splatoon, it's going to be at night. Yeah, And at night is when most uh, most Japanese players are online. Because and it's that, not night for them.
0: The,
1: yeah, and those are the laggiest matches. Um, and we don't have any option to, to play regionally, so we're just kind of stuck with it.
0: Yeah. I feel like, little by little, Nintendo is chipping away at their, like, the bad online infrastructure that they keep pulling here and there. It's gotten better. I'm sure Bandai Namco
1: had a big hand in making this a little bit more robust.
0: Right. Um, and, and hopefully that resonates through, uh, future Nintendo titles, but I'm definitely glad that it's here, uh, because Mm -hmm. it just, Oh man, it makes sense. It makes so much sense.
1: (laughs) Yeah. They, they did so much good with the online presentation. I don't think I could have come out of that happier uh let's see in addition to online we talked about piranha plant we talked about some assist trophies we saw some me fighter costumes which i think was cool um one of them was rex another (laughs) deconfirmation (laughs) seemingly he did say that rex didn't quite make the cut uh which seems pretty pretty forward that rex won't be joining as a dlc fighter yeah
0: i i wouldn't anticipate it at this point
1: at least not in wave one assuming there's multiple ways um which is a little sad but whatever however there is one me fighter costume that well two two that i want to talk about one is the yiga clan uh that costume is fantastic that's I'm a good costume
0: to to that. at first they were like Uh, here's some other costumes, representations of characters. And I'm like, oh, great. Like, we're just going to see, like, I was just, like, thinking about, like, Monster Hunter at that point, you know, and seeing a Monster Hunter costume and be like, oh, no. (laughs) But then, like, the first thing was, like, the Yiga Clan costume. Like, oh, my God, that's such a good costume.
1: It's like a full body outfit, too. So it's just like a chibi version of a Yiga Clan member. It's really great. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the other one that I wanted to mention was the Nintendo Labo toy con outfit.
0: Yes, yes, That's fantastic. It was, it was really good. Even like the character, like wearing like the yellow like jumpsuit, like oh, we're going in the lab, guys. We're gonna, we're gonna do some experiments. It's so cute to see them holding Joy Cons.
1: <laughs> <laughs> In the context of Smash Brothers, and they also had that one shot where there was another bigger me behind him. Assuming I'm assuming that was the the robot outfit. And yeah, they were like syncing up their movements. <laughs> Super cute.
0: Yeah, I I like I've I've always loved seeing like Nintendo hardware like in Nintendo games. Like you were playing. Um, Luigi's Mansion the other night. If you guys didn't notice, uh, there's a stream up online of Brandon playing through Luigi's Mansion uh, because Halloween and why not? One night um, only. But at, I was sitting there, and I've never played, never really played that game. But at a certain point, like you pulled up the Game Boy like horror, was it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, Boy and Boy I horror. was like, oh my gosh! And I know I've played some um, of dark, dark moon. moon, right? And they don't they use a 3DS in that game? I think they just use a classic Nintendo DS. Right, but it's still like, ah oh man, this is this is great. I just I love Nintendo just being so forward with like, oh, here's our hardware. It's like shameless self-promotion, but then it's also <laughs> really cool. I mean,
1: two of our characters are based off of hardware. We have Rob and we've got Duck Hunt. Right. Right. So it's 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 all over and I love it. Um, so yeah, they gave us some Mii Fighter costumes to kind of mull over before, uh, Sakurai eventually mentioned the, uh, the DLC, talking about how they don't want to stop there, and then he made a fantastic little joke, uh, where he just kind of sat there for a moment, then he blinked, he breathed in, and he said, I'm never gonna get a break, am I, or something <laughs> like that.
0: I was like, no, Sakurai, poor Sakurai, and I then think I was... he was just
1: toying with the fans who worry about him right uh it was a cute little gesture i think that was a a recognition that he knows that we care
0: (sighs) i think nintendo at this point was like hey sakura you can like take a break if you want you're gonna make (laughs) us enough money anyway like you could take a week off and i think we'd be fine
1: But at the same time, like, he smiles while he's saying it, so he's, like, simultaneously proud of all the work he's done. Right.
0: I mean, I think that's true. Like, there have been times in my life where I work really, really hard, and maybe it's not of my own accord. Maybe it's something, like, I remember doing countless hours of, like, choral work, you know, and being like, okay, you guys got to show up, and just do, like, oh, this is too much, right? But then once you get to the point where um, the product is complete... Uh, and you're performing in front of people or, you know, your product is released out into the world and people are like, whoa, then you're like all that hard work. it It's not it, it's like all the hard work and the pain really didn't. It, it's not a bad thing. It's just something that you end up forgetting about because the end product is just you did it. You know, it's, it's finally a, here.
1: A, a very similar experience making the 50 fact extravaganza that was some of the most work I've ever put into a single product I've ever made. And I did it over a weekend where I gave myself maybe like three total hours of, of literally doing anything else besides, besides sleep. I mean, right. But, uh, I finished right at my bedtime on Sunday night before I had to work the next morning. And I felt so good that it was done. But at the same time, I felt terrible because of how poorly I cared for myself.
0: (laughs) Right. And there obviously needs to be a balance, but like, I I think, uh, the way that it paid off, just like also was like, Hey, you did it. Maybe you should do a little more of this. Maybe not in exactly that way. And maybe you should just, you know, dedicate a little bit more time over time. Uh, but it was worthwhile. Oh, um, I, and it seems I like, change it. yeah, it seems like Sakurai has like a similar disposition towards uh, Smash Bros.
1: Oh, for sure. And he's definitely gotten better about it. Like uh, he's confirmed that he's only doing 10 hour days now. <laughs> he's actually going home, seeing his <laughs> wife. Um, it's
0: it's it's better, right? It's That's better. all I can ask.
1: <laughs> and uh, of course, it, just in a couple months here, he'll probably spend a lot more time at home.
0: Uh, yeah, I can't imagine that he's going to be as needed just for you know this for sure smaller amount of content.
1: Uh, and then we went through the uh, the fantastic, lovely Piranha Plant reveal, um, which we're getting as free DLC if you register on my Nintendo with your physical game uh, before January thirty first. Yep, uh, the day that Piranha Plant comes out, they've confirmed it will be in February. Uh, you will receive a code to your email, and then that code will then uh, give you Piranha Plant uh, as DLC. So make sure you guys do that um, if you buy the game at launch or even through January 31st. Just make sure you do that so you don't have to pay for Piranha Plant later. Um, And then after that, uh, Sakurai started to close the Direct, and then he kind of slowed down, and then just casually just talked about Adventure Mode as if we knew it was there. (laughs) <laughs> he just dropped it into the conversation and i've watched several reaction videos and like all of the double takes i've seen from people like adventure
0: mode excuse me hello yeah i was still anticipating this i i can't remember exactly what my reaction was but i was like okay finally they're finally talking about it right but it's not like i didn't anticipate it uh now what i didn't anticipate is just how like pretty that overworld would look you know mm-hmm. uh, i was kind of taken aback because it seemed a little simplistic but then i was like that art is really pretty and at one point like shulk jumps into some like water and, like there's some water effects and i'm like i'm so into this right now and <laughs> yeah, there's like little
1: buttons and switches and different interactables like on the world map that make it feel more like an adventure yeah there's this segment where ness is like walking through it almost looked like a maze, and there was like little pieces of fruit that he could find. But he was he was running through it like that. Definitely looked like a part that was going to take some—I don't want to say skill, but like definitely take some time to get through.
0: Yeah, you uh, maybe do a little bit of thinking, a little bit of exploring, you know. And that's that's what we wanted.
1: Yeah, and then uh, I guess we should we should talk about how he introduced it. So he he introduced. The idea of uh, spirits and how that plays into the lore because he's essentially changing the entire lore of Smash Brothers and building something new with this Um, and then uh, this cutscene starts and then Fox shows up and then he starts talking and I said wait Fox is talking in a Smash Brothers trailer and then all the other characters appeared and then Zelda talked and and Marth talked and and Pit talked and, and characters were talking and I was like wow I wanted that. We talked about that yesterday.
0: I wonder if this means we're going to get more cut scenes within the game. I have, I've got feelings about that. Um,
1: before the, 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 the trailer premiered, Sakurai said, uh, I'm going to give you an idea of how it all started and then leave the rest up to your imagination. I think that was it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think we might have an ending cutscene, uh, like for the final boss fight, right. but I think you're getting a beginning and an end, and everything else in between is just entirely up to you.
0: I, I could see that being the case. Um, I'm not necessarily tied to the cutscenes. I'm glad we got that opening cutscene that kind of set the stage, um, and I, I look forward to what that final boss is going to be like um because that's what i'm most you know interested in obviously it's like we oh his look name, at by
1: the way oh do we his name was revealed on the smash website it his name is galeem g-a-l-e-e-m
0: galeem
1: like i think it's a, a pun for the word gleam like a right. gleaming light uh oh that, that would make in, sense in world of light yeah um but we don't know a whole lot about Galeem. We didn't even get to see what he actually looked like. Assuming that isn't what he actually <laughs> looks like. Yeah. With the, the lights and all of the, the wings around him. Right. But, but as the cutscene goes, we get, like, a ton of Master Hands coming down. Uh, and everything's, like, really unclear, but kind of scary. Like, the, the setup was actually a little bit frightening. And then all of the characters died. Everyone
0: died. They were, Separately. like... Except Kirby, I thought that was so funny, I was talking uh, in the Discord earlier, you can find a link to the Discord in the description uh, below the video, Uh, but I was like, you know, we kept discussing as to like, who's the next character that's gonna die in this next Smash Direct, because like, you know, each one, uh, almost each one, there was like, okay, here's a new character, and here's a character that dies, right? Uh, Most notably, when they revealed Simon Belmont, uh, and Luigi died, And we were just wondering who was going to be the next person that died. And then they all died. They murdered everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone is here! Oh, wait, never mind. (laughs) I
1: like that they've established Kirby kind of as the primary hero of the Smash series. Because this is actually the second time he was the only person to survive. Um, Logan, you played through subspace, right?
0: Maybe. That's okay. a big maybe because it's been so many years. I don't I hardly remember. Well, it.
1: After, Taboo has an attack that wipes out everything like within a large radius of his body. Um, and it wipes the entire Smash Brawl roster out, except for Kirby. Kirby comes back to life a few minutes later because of some thing that he ate earlier that, you know, brought him back to life. And it's up to him to go and save everybody.
0: I feel like there's probably a myriad of reasons why Kirby is the chosen one. Uh, Sakurai's baby. I, well, I was going to say, like, I think that's part of it. It's like, this is Sakurai's character. Um, and, he gets,
1: like, more frontman status than Mario
0: does. <laughs> right. And I, I just think, also, it's, it's fun to start off with Kirby, because Kirby can be anybody, really. You know, so in a sense, he is everyone. It's uh, also a, kind of a
1: basic character that's meant for learning, too. Yes. Um, which ties really well into Sakurai's, you know, inherent game design about making things accessible to people. So yeah. in that sense, it makes sense. Um, but that cinematic did things to me, Logan. <laughs> when, uh, when Kirby was like running away, and the the like the light beams were chasing after him. I started crying. I
0: actually started crying. <laughs> that's great.
1: I I wanted adventure mode so bad, and at that point it had finally like kicked in. i it finally clicked with me that that's what I was seeing. Even right. Though, oh, even though he told us it like settled in that I I actually just started full on tearing up. Right. Um. And then you get that part where, uh, you see like the wasteland and, uh, Kirby lands and then the vocals start. The song has vocals.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That was great. I was like, I, I think this is a, this is like a new thing for Nintendo, just putting vocals like in their songs and like constantly, I mean, specifically, I remember like the reaction when super Mario odyssey dropped, uh, and they revealed, um, jump up superstar and I was like, oh, what? Yeah. Yeah, I had a very
1: similar reaction to that. Um, But yeah, so they they then uh, changed it on the music page on the website. This is the actual main theme to the game with the lyrics. Uh, So I assume that's what we're going to hear when we start up the game and we get whatever intro cinematic we get. So that's cool. Uh, Yeah, I thought the cinematic was great really sets up the lore of super smash brothers something that we like to discuss sometimes um but then uh we should definitely talk more about the actual mode now that we're here uh this is a big map
0: it's a big (laughs) map it's
1: a lot to do See how big it is it's real big (laughs) it uh i don't even know like how to describe it because things were happening so fast but Basically, you start as Kirby, and then you 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 set out to start fighting the the clones, I guess. Right. All of the characters get cloned by Galeem, and then spirits are then injected into the puppet bodies, and uh, then they start fighting Kirby. Uh, I assume this is how we unlock characters.
0: I maybe like one way. way. Yeah, I was about to say I. I still anticipate that like, you'll be able to unlock characters like oh, you played 10 matches. Oh, you played 25 matches. Oh, you played 1,000 matches. And I think that's probably still a way that you can unlock characters. Um, but I would also imagine that there might be multiple conditions uh, that you could meet um, yeah, to unlock the character.
1: Um, the So the... It looks like they've abandoned the kind of subspace model with platforming, which is another thing we kind of discussed yesterday. Yeah. Uh, So the platforming seems completely gone and has been replaced with uh, this overworld map traversal. I'm okay with that. I'm okay okay with this this
0: too. I'm very okay with this. (laughs) Uh,
1: But the the thing that makes it cool is that the actual matches, the fights themselves had interesting setups. They're also like event matches, kind of like the spirits mode, um, where they have special conditions and things aren't just like a regular fight. Uh, Right. You know, they might have like, well, they have the spirit abilities for one. Um, I think Kirby, when he was fighting Mario, Mario transformed into Metal Mario while he was fighting him. Um, So just cool things like that. Uh, Boss battles we now know for sure are actually part of the World of Light adventure mode because uh, we saw Rathalos flying around the map. We also, at the end of the trailer, saw Gallium, who was a boss in Super Smash Bros. Brawl. They showed him right before the trailer ended. Uh, so it sounds like some of the fighters or some of the bosses from Brawl might even make a return. That would be cool. Everyone's
0: here. <laughs> Everyone's here. Nobody's left uh, out. Except for this, some people who aren't characters was... and just trophies instead. <laughs>
1: This was undoubtedly the most exciting thing for me in the whole Direct. Like, nothing compared. Uh, I wanted Adventure Mode so bad, and I think Sakurai overdelivered in that department.
0: Yeah, I just, I really just can't wait to actually start playing it. Like, it'll probably, probably one of the first things that I do when I boot up the game. You know, is just hop in yeah. to the Spirits menu, hop into the World of Light. Assuming that's where it is. Right. I mean, I would assume this much because it seems like Spirits plays uh, pretty heavily into it. Yeah. Um, But I feel like it would be out of place in the Games and More (laughs) section. (laughs) Though, I mean, anything could fit under Games and More. Literally anything. (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised if it
1: actually ended up being in Games and More in the end. Oh, no. Uh, my question right now, I mean, I have a lot of questions about World of Light, but I like that Sakurai purposefully left it kind of ambiguous. Right. Because um, this is definitely one of those things you just want to discover. Yeah. Um, but a couple of my questions are, how long is the mode? Because Subspace Emissary was pretty lengthy, if I remember right.
0: Like 12 right. hours
1: or more. Uh, but the map is so big, and it looks like there's so many... Stopping points where you have challenges that I could see it, I could see it being over twenty hours long.
0: Like yeah, I, would be I very okay with. Yeah, I mean, obviously, with the actual map of the overworld, it's all just like this really fantastic, like it's it's a drawing, you know, it's a it's a piece of art, you know, uh, that the characters exist on top of with a few other effects, um, and so. Building something like that is a lot easier than building, like, um, whole platforming levels in subspace, you know, so they can make it a lot more expansive with, um, you know, significantly less resources dedicated to it, you know.
1: For sure. And we don't, and I guess we should also mention that the map that we've seen might not even be the whole map. Uh, I think there was a segment where we saw the Great Fox flying in space to another planet, and I don't recall seeing that on the map anywhere. Of course, it was all covered in clouds, so I can't right. Be sure.
0: Yeah, but and I, that's that's another thing is like we don't know where the boundaries of the maps exist. We just know that like there is a map, and that you know some of it gets is covered up. I wonder I, I'm really wondering how they went about like this. Because again, it just it looks really solid uh visually. Mm-hmm. Um just trying to like comb back over uh that segment and um like even like you know there's at one point Kirby's like on top of like a mountain and it looks like it has like a 3D aspect to it which makes it even more compelling. I don't know. It's it's gorgeous nonetheless. There you know? also
1: seems to be like map events that happen cuz there's like one shot where Masterhand like destroys a bridge, which I get I I would assume then makes it so that you can't get to the other side. Right. Uh so there might be like little mini events that take place um just like in the context of the map. There's also a segment where, like, Pokemon Trainer summons Lapras to swim across the water, which makes it seem like you can't access certain areas unless you have certain characters, because they need their abilities.
0: Yeah, it... I don't... We don't know how exactly robust this is, you know? There's even, like, a, a certain section, like, um, outside of the actual map, which has diverging paths and all this other stuff, and... So, like the um,
1: retro looking maze.
0: Yeah, but there's where where is it? It is like right about here where they show like um somewhat of like a skill tree. Oh yeah. And, I think it
1: actually just says it's a skill tree on there too. Oh
0: yeah, it says skill tree. So, <laughs> I mean, you'll just be able to upgrade all of your characters throughout the this the story you know is does
1: that is that tied to a character can you tell from the uh image?
0: i can't tell I, I i would assume that it's just kind of like a generic like it doesn't matter what character you are it's just you you get these these just perks like a global you know? skill tree yeah
1: it would be neat if there was like character specific trees but with this big of a roster as there is i don't that's not also necessary.
0: also this totally exists within the spirit's menu and and there's like oh, there's literal like confirmation. So like in the trailer, at a certain point, there's mm-hmm. like the back button in the uh, upper left corner. And one mm-hmm. like this one says you know party and same with skill tree like going back. And at a certain point, uh, it says back. Uh, where is it? Where is it? It's almost. It's like right. It was right there. But it says spirits.
1: So Spirits is just like the broader name of the entire subtext of modes. Uh, yes. Okay.
0: But I, I, cool. I, I saw it in there. It's it's in there. You could probably go back and find it. But yeah, I, it makes sense that this would be like, this is the single player mode, right? Yeah. Um, outside of like event matches and such that I assume are still in the game. They just haven't been talked about
1: um let's see uh i wonder like how many different types of bosses will come across uh because we know about at least three now we know about dracula we know about rathalos and we know about gallium i mean obviously there's going to be Galeem, and i assume that master hand will be a returning boss or a recurring boss i should say um but what else is there we have a uh, Piranha Plant has Petey Piranha as his uh, final smash. I don't know if that would mean that we could see Petey Piranha come back.
0: I, I think the possibility exists. Um, but obviously, there's not really a way of knowing for sure until we actually get into the game and experience it ourselves. Mm hmm. Maybe, I, maybe I... at a certain point, um, though, maybe. Uh, he piranha plant wouldn't be included in the spirits uh the world of light campaign uh because obviously he's coming after launch right right um but i could i could see there being like an allusion to that character you know or maybe like a a a part of the map updates you know when 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 uh, a character's released yeah
1: That'd be cool if you get to then go save the character and go back to World of Light after, you know, presumably being done with it for a while. Right. I'd be into that. Um, My favorite thing, I'll say it again, about this whole presentation for Spirits Mode and World of Light is just how much of a question mark is still left on it. is just going to let us find out for ourselves, and I think that's great.
0: Yeah. I mean, he revealed most of the content in the game. You know, and and we we pretty much know for a fact that there are still more modes that have not been explicitly mentioned for this game, um, mm-hmm. that we assume that are in there. Like I, I will be I will be upset if there is no home run contest, but I anticipate that there will be home run contest. But would it be any
1: less of a game if there's not?
0: No, I'd still enjoy it, but I would be disappointed. You know, it's not gonna like you know totally just crush the game for me um but i would be disappointed for sure
1: uh yeah and i mean without speculating any further that really that pretty much brings us to the to the end of everything that was in the
0: direct uh there are a few there's one more thing that uh, a smaller thing that i'd like to mention uh in in addition to um acknowledging uh hikaren in the chat uh piranha plant they have explicitly said that he does not count as one of the five dlc characters uh so technically there's six dlc characters but only five are a part of the uh fighter pack uh the other there's thing five in the
1: fighter pass and they never said that that was all we were going to get
0: right uh that's just your pain for those five with the fighter pass that doesn't mean that's all the dlc there there is um has there ever been any handicap system in smash bros before since melee okay i i i had an inkling that that was in there and then they acknowledged it and i was like well i mean yeah that's awesome are it's you referring
1: fantastic. to custom balance yes okay before it was actually called handicap. Okay. Um, and it was a little slider from one to nine and it would change how much damage you dealt. This essentially is pretty much the exact same thing. Oh, it's right. Okay. a little clearer. Yes. Uh, I, I saw like some pros reactions to that segment and they were all, they were getting all excited about that. And I'm like, guys,
0: this has always been here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe this it was just me. the framing and then they emphasized it, you know? Cause you forget yeah. a lot, a lot of things like, uh, these games have a lot of content to them you know for so sure. um it's it's reasonable to assume that people who have been playing these games for years are going to realize or aren't going to realize that that feature had been in a previous title i mean just like the fact that i had to ask you know um so, so yeah. kind
1: of bringing us to the end here logan i'm going to ask you i think
0: two questions okay one what was your favorite thing in the direct my favorite thing in the direct was, um, you know, it's, it's really a tie, uh, between some of the online features and world mm-hmm. of light. Uh, I love seeing specifically the arena was amazing. I was like, please. Yeah. Yes those are the kind of lobbies that i want in a game like this um and then seeing that whole overworld uh for world of light made me just that much more excited to, to pop that game in my switch and just like do nothing else for a few days you know
1: <laughs> spoiler alert uh i am in 100 percent agreement that is actually just exactly my answer <laughs>
0: so uh, but you
1: probably could have guessed that from how, how I've been talking
0: yeah so those are the biggest things um I'm glad we uh, the characters were a plus as well just getting more characters I think uh, these are a good selection of characters uh and we're getting more and that'll be exciting to talk about uh what those characters will be and what they you know as they as they uh, start to talk about them more you know. Like, uh, when are we going to get our first confirmation of what the first character is going to be? I don't anticipate... I
1: originally thought it was going to be the Game Awards, but, you know, Sakurai said they haven't even started development on any of them. Right. So I'm Uh, going to retract my statement and say that we will not see it at the Game Awards. Right.
0: I wonder if they've decided on those characters already. I imagine that they have. I think
1: they did. I think that was implied when they mentioned that Rex didn't make the cut. Right. Um, they may have also been decided uh, within the original design document. We don't know.
0: Right. Yeah. Or at least I under
1: consideration that. by that point.
0: Yeah. Like, okay, like maybe put in, like, okay, here are the ones for sure that we're developing. Uh, and these are the ones we'd like to get to, but we can't commit those resources and the time because we're trying to, you know, again, make this deadline. That's why uh, I'm
1: saying Monster Hunter. I feel like Monster Hunter was one of those. I'm not biased. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the other question I want to ask you, Logan, did this direct, was it below your expectations? Did it meet your expectations or did it exceed your
0: expectations? Um, I feel like that's the wrong framing of the question, right? Because I think it did all of the above, right? Right um well let's break it down i think overall it met my expectations uh but that comes with uh some positives and some caveats you know um some caveats is i think uh the possibility of something like the grinch fallacy uh being legitimate um was something that raised my expectations in terms of, uh, the characters that I anticipated seeing, you know, uh, we got three character confirmations and only one of them had any overlap with this uh, alleged fake leak, you know, um, and in that regard, I was a little bit disappointed, but at the same time, I've, pretty good about turning things around and and gaining okay realistically what was possible and this is more than enough and we have 74 fighters at launch 75 confirmed you know and that's a lot of characters and Mm -hmm. it's not like smash 4 didn't have a lack of characters either like i when i played smash 4 for a few hours like a week or two ago Like I didn't think about all the characters that I was missing. You know, I was just thinking about the characters that were there and how much fun I was having. Right. Uh, the same goes for this. I'm not going to be thinking about those characters that I'm missing until of course they're like, Hey, this character is coming in like a month. And then I'll be like, Oh my God, I can't wait to play it. But it's not (laughs) like it's going to rob the experience that is already there of the enjoyment. It's just like having that added anticipation uh, put on top um, mm-hmm. in terms of things that kind of met my expectations uh, you know obviously they talked about some of the game modes that we anticipated would be in there I'm like okay it's nice to you know hear about those things um, I'm in a in a way I'm kind of glad that they haven't talked about everything because we don't know what form some of those things are, are gonna take like right. For example, Home Run Contest, I think, is a given, and I don't think it's going to change much. I don't think it should change much. Uh, and so, like, whatever. But in terms mm-hmm. of, like, Target Smash, well, there have been a few different iterations of Target Smash. Uh, and so that could come back as a, an old thing. It could come back as an entirely new thing. Uh, and, and that makes me still excited. Like, they didn't give us absolutely everything. But pretty much anything you wanted to know. Um, in terms of like, oh, we don't know what spirits is. Uh, they, they seem to specifically
1: focus on the
0: new. Yes. Yes. And I think that was good. Uh, things that exceeded my expectation. Spirits. And the online modes. Um, I had what i wanted and then i had what i expected right and they gave me what i wanted and then some right Mm -hmm. uh and so that was just incredible to me uh i think the whole overworld map for world of light is so much more interesting than trying to get through a bunch of generic looking platform levels you know um and i think that I say generic in the sense of, like, I, I think Brawl is kind of an ugly game, <laughs> visually. Uh, I mean, Ultimate is an
1: evolution of Brawl's look, but kind of melded together with the more colorful aspects of Smash 4.
0: Right. I think it looks more interesting than Brawl. Brawl is just kind of, it felt faded, you know. It was
1: gritty for the sake of being gritty.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um so in in those regards i it definitely exceeded my expectations, but I think overall like this was it met my expectations in terms of like that's how I f- should feel after a smash ultimate direct you know mm-hmm so yeah i
1: I agree pretty much everywhere for the most part i I don't think there was any areas where my expectations were um where the where it was lower than my expectations because um, i didn't believe the the grinch leak but right. uh, that doesn't make it that doesn't make it hurt when characters like isaac you know don't make the cut right um but i at most expected you know maybe three or four characters and we got ken and we got incineroar and i'm happy to have them both um so i was ready to accept that already
0: yeah, um, I, I was also ready to walk in knowing that we were going to get less characters as opposed to more. So, at least right. the fact that, like, the, when we got two, I was like, ooh, that's a little low. But then we got Piranha Plant at the end, and I was like, okay, that feels a little. And then bit the better. promise of five more DLC characters. Yes, absolutely. Like,
1: without that, I probably would be with you um, and say I was a little disappointed. But uh, having five DLC characters, having Piranha Plant, knowing those that those are all on the way. That kind of got rid of any uh, any complaints I would have had. <clears throat> uh, spirits and online also exceeded my expectations, and then, then everything else just kind of met my expectations. Absolutely. So overall, I think my expectations were exceeded. It doesn't take a lot uh, a lot of cool things to do that with Smash Brothers because it's already so big. So if they actually manage to do something new that's exciting that's already enough to exceed my expectations. Right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I was, I was really happy with that. Um, seems like the internet's a little divided, but the internet's the internet. I'm buying smash ultimate on day one and I couldn't be any more excited.
0: I mean, I'm, I'm, I already have my plans for, for that wonderful day, that wonderful morning. I'm going to wake up and I'm going to go pick up my copy and then I'm going to go back and hopefully that day I'm not working. And then I can just, Spend an ungodly amount of time, you know, just playing that wonderful game.
1: I've got a little vacation lined up for
0: Smash Ultimate. <laughs> uh,
1: we talked about possibly streaming the Game Awards on December 6th. Uh, if we do that, I would have to depart somewhere partway through that to go pick up my copy of Smash Ultimate. Right. Um, but we can discuss that as we get a little bit closer. Uh, that said guys, I definitely suggest you watch the Game Awards. It's a it's a better show every year. Um, and I would not be surprised if we see a little bit of Metroid Prime 4.
0: Yeah, I was about to say, give us Metroid Prime 4!
1: It's time!
0: <laughs> it's time! I mean, you know, Smash and Pokemon will have pretty much already... Oh, Pokemon definitely will have been released, but then Smash releases you know, that night uh, and the next morning. Uh, for those who don't get it uh, early, um, so it's about it's about time to start talking about some other titles. At that point, you know, we've been talking about Smash for the last six months. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah, with all that in mind, guys, I think we're gonna wrap it up for tonight. Uh, thanks so much for watching. I hope you guys enjoyed the direct as much as we did. I hope you guys are as excited for Smash as we are, and I hope you guys will be playing Smash with us when it comes out, we're going to be using that hot battle arena mode that they announced. Uh, so yeah, uh, lots of stuff to look forward to. So excited. Uh, but with all that in mind, make sure to follow me on Twitter at Babababs. Follow Logan at Loggy Doves. You can follow us as a collective at uh, Breakroom Arcade. Make sure to join our discord. Um, if we can get a link to that in the description real quick. Uh, we were talking in there pretty much all the time. I'm in there pretty much all day the only times i'm not in the discord is if i'm asleep for the most part yeah That'll i usually like,
0: have it up on my phone at any given point you know
1: i love talking about smash i love talking about pretty much anything with you guys and uh it's been really fun in there lately we have got viewers as of a uh, new viewers <laughs> new members as of a few days ago so uh definitely go in there and say hi we will definitely hang out with you um make sure to subscribe to the channel if you haven't for more discussions like these this is nintendo stuff podcast number 18 i don't even think we mentioned that at the beginning of the episode oh i
0: did i did okay
1: good <laughs> uh we normally record these on friday nights at 7 30 p.m central time but with the nintendo direct being today it just made the most sense for us to do it here uh so the next time you'll hear from us is monday at 7 30 p.m central time for the breakdown podcast uh we had to cancel the one from the beginning of this week so we're hoping to do it this coming monday Uh, as as long as nothing catastrophic happens so make sure to return for that Um, and then just swing by for our normal streams and other game content that we do here on the show, Uh, lots of cool stuff for you guys, and if you haven't seen the 50 fact extravaganza, now is kind of a perfect time to check it out (laughs) that is also on the channel um, posted just at the beginning of last week, Um, but with all of that in mind guys, we're gonna head out for the night, so don't break your backs, break in the games but for now Break time's over.
0: And join our Discord!